0: Let's go to our phone line right now. Steve Gill, great friend of the show, a political contributor out of Nashville, joining us now. Steve, can I say happy spring? I'm jumping the gun because you know what happens in this area. We could get snow next week.
1: Yeah, everybody rushes out, gets their plants, start planting them. Uh, Lowe's and Home Depot make a fortune, and then we get another burst of uh, cold weather, You know, a little bit of snow, and they get to resell the same plants over again.
0: Yeah. All right. So can we talk real quick about the two different worlds that we saw yesterday? You've got President Biden and then you have President Trump, both at the southern border. We played some audio. We don't want to go through all of it. But your takeaway where you have the president of the United States, his main message, Steve, was that we have a climate change issue in this country. And anybody that does not believe in climate change are Neanderthals.
1: Well, and and you have all these people from South and Central America who are you know flooding into America illegally, heading into Chicago where they uh, they get the cold snowy weather because they want to flee from the hot climates of South and Central America. Uh, I think you know one good dose of winter in Chicago, most of them will head home. We won't have to deport anybody. <laughs> uh, you know the other thing is you had Joe Biden, you know, shuffling around completely lost and goes to the one place on the border where there's virtually no people invading coming across the border. Uh, don't take him to, to where the, the the actual issue is, where the actual problem is. Even in Brownsville, there are areas where the trash litters the banks, and, and they didn't take him there. They took him in for a photo op that made everything look fine. And then, of course, he blames Trump. It's Trump's fault that the uh, 8 to 9 million illegals have come across during of the course. last three years while Joe Biden wiped out uh, all the the things that were stopping illegals from flooding into the country It's Trump's fault. And if we would just hire more uh, border security agencies, not not to stop them, not not to prevent them from coming, if we would if we would just cut all the wires and barriers and have more people processing them, giving them their green cards, their you know five thousand dollar you know credit cards and and uh, and their voter registration cards, all would be well.
0: Well, it's interesting because you saw President Biden extend the olive branch to President Trump, though that's not what it was at all. I want you to take a listen to this where there was a moment of kumbaya for President Biden. Take a listen in cut number one.
1: I understand my predecessors in Eagle Pass today. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? Let's remember who the heck we work for. We work for the American people, not the Democratic Party the Republican Party. We work for the American people. And let's remember who we are. We're the United States of America. No, I mean, just think about this. There's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity, nothing when we work together. And if all things we should be working together on is this, we have the formula to get it done.
0: And now the messaging coming out of this White House is that we are not calling them immigrants anymore. They are newcomers. That is the vernacular for this administration, Steve.
1: Yeah, this administration thinks it's just a communications issue. If we'll just call them newcomers, uh, people won't mind that they're coming into the country robbing, raping, looting, you know, putting pressure on our health care system, on our uh, criminal justice system. It'll all be fine, again, if we'll just call them newcomers rather than illegal aliens, because uh, illegal aliens is a little bit scary. Newcomers is not. So if your wife or daughter gets raped by a newcomer, uh, murdered by a newcomer, uh, it won't be as painful or as cause uh, as much grief if, if you listen to Joe Biden. At least he didn't resort to the t- typical Biden communication means when he's going to really draw attention by whispering. Remember when he'll whisper whatever he's trying to say in that creepy grandpa whisper. Uh, you know, It it was ridiculous what he said yesterday. If I'm President uh, Trump, uh, I hold up a pen today in response to, to Joe Biden and say, Uh, I don't need to meet. I don't need to come see you. I'm going to send a pin to the White House today because, Joe, if you'll just sign the executive orders reversing the ones you dispatched immediately when you came into office, restore us to the executive orders that I left in place, uh, we'll solve the problem. Don't need to have Congress pass anything. We will stop the flood if you'll simply use this pin to reverse the executive orders that you used. Uh, Wiping out my executive orders.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's very interesting because if you switch over to the TV and go over to MSNBC, it is not the illegal immigrants coming up from the southern border that are murdering 22-year-old college students in Athens, Georgia, that are the threats to America and our democracy. It are folks like you and me, white rural voters in this country. Take a listen to these two MSNBC guests claiming that it's the white voters, the Christian nationalists that are the threats to this democracy in cut seven. Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer, Paul Waldman. Their new book out tomorrow is entitled White Rural Rage The Threat to American Democracy. And Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, Why are white rural voters (laughs) a threat to democracy at this point? You would think, as we pointed out looking at Joe Biden's background and Donald Trump's, that that the opposite would be true.
1: I mean, we lay out the fourfold interconnected threat that white rural voters pose to the country. First of all, and we show 30 polls and national studies to demonstrate this. So We provide the receipts in Chapter 6. They're the most racist xenophobic, anti-immigrant, and anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism, and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. Third, anti-democratic sentiments. They don't believe in an independent press, Free speech. They're most likely to say the president should be able to act unilaterally without any checks from Congress or the courts or their bureaucracy. They're also the most strongly white nationalist and white Christian nationalist. And fourth, they are most likely to excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to peaceful public discourse. So you
0: mentioned a lot of negative factors (laughs) about about this this demographic. Um.
1: (laughs) Well, crap! I'm screwed. What happens when they tell us all to get out, Steve? and then you've got the FBI that's uh, you know putting their uh, anti looting anti you know robbery um, uh, website up that has white women featured in the uh, pictures not the people who are actually going in and looting stores and uh, and the rest uh, look it's, it's those white country folks that were burning and looting places like Portland and Seattle and and burning uh, the church across the street from the White House It was them white folks that was uh, was doing that. Uh, and when you hear the racism coming from members of Congress, black members, when you hear the racism coming from black commentators on these shows, uh, a- again, it is it is the danger of black racism, anti-white racism that the uh, Democratic Party is promoting. Wh- while ignoring the violence taking place in our uh, in our inner, inner cities, uh, people aren't afraid to walk uh, down down the streets of uh, you know Germantown uh, at night. Uh, but they are afraid to walk down the streets of New York City, Chicago, San Francisco, uh, dare I say, Memphis, uh, not because they've got a bunch of white uh, white folks uh, in their pickup trucks, you know dashing into downtown uh, Memphis, Beale Street, burning up the tires, doing their spins in uh, in Beale Street. That's not where the problem is. And yet you've got MSNBC with these uh, crackpot authors, you know putting out their crazy uh, wokism blaming the white folks for the problems in America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and again, we are not the party that is trying to imprison our political rivals. That would be the left. We are not the party that's trying to indoctrinate children with DEI race, Marxism, LGBTQ indoctrination curriculums. Um, I think this is what we would call textbook projection. That is, is is actually you. In fact, that are the real threats to democracy if we want to play that game i'll give you the last uh minute steve
1: well when when you look at the uh, the mass shootings uh, the number of mass shootings that take place with transgender individuals as a as a percentage of the population versus as a percentage of the uh, of the mass shootings we've seen in the last year two years uh it, it's the transgenders that are the real uh violent threat to uh, to americans to our children to our schools um, and it's, it's time to address uh, both the drugs that they're taking that makes them more violent and, and the threat that that tiny, minuscule piece of the population is doing. And then again, are we going to believe what the uh, lying Democrats say on MSNBC, the lying liberals write in their books? Or are we going to believe our own eyes when we see the violence, whether it's at fast food restaurants, whether we see a downtown uh, uh, looting uh, band of roving criminals, or are we going to believe, you know, the, the words they put out. I'm going to believe my eyes. I'm going to believe what I see. Yeah, and I that. think a,
0: I think a lot of Americans are as well. Steve, thanks for dropping by. Folks, follow Steve on X. That is the Gill Report. You can find his stuff there. Steve, thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend.
1: Thanks. You have a great weekend, and uh, enjoy spring while it lasts.